Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and a little bit about curling. But most important, the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. And remember, it's uh, Steve Gilbert against the listeners in guessing the music theme each week. So uh, if you can uh, outguess Steve, you'll get a free furnace tune-up. Right. And... uh my track record's not great. No, right? we've given two away yeah, already. Yeah. And it's only been doing this three weeks, and two, you've lost two out of three. Great. So, thank so you. Come on, thank, try, thank to, you. try to even it up, Steve, today. Try to even know, it up. Yeah. You know, okay. you wanna, or are you like the Leafs and you just keep losing? Wow. That, okay. What that's, happens that's a little too soon, right? A little too soon. Well, I was uh, not last night's game. The game before, I flipped on. It's 2 nothing. I said, oh, it's pretty safe. I'll go to bed. I wake up in the morning and they lost three to two, what like what or four two I think it was like. We're just we're struggling. Are you? Yes, we're struggling. Goaltending. Uh, goaltending is a bit of an issue. Uh, we we don't seem to have a problem scoring goals, but uh, we have a problem letting them in. Oh, so. uh, my daughter is available if you want is to she? give her a call. I mean, yeah. they may they may have a look at her. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the PWHL. PWHL. Come on. You don't know what the PWHL, Professional Women's Hockey League, oh, okay, starting no. on January 1st. Toronto's got a team. Wouldn't it be something if they happened to win their cup before the Maple Leafs win the cup? Wow. You're really, you're, you're really <laughs> kind of just stirring the pot, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. It's good I to know. Yeah. So I'm just giving you a heads up there. PWHL? Yep. Professional Women's Hockey League or yep. Association? League. Okay. And it's, it's, it's the... Uh, the NHL has helped them. Right. But Brian Burke is like the uh, Gary oh. Beckman. Of, okay. Uh, so, All right. yeah, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. They've already sold out the games. Where are they playing? I'm not sure where Toronto's playing. I know Ottawa's playing at the TD place where are the Briar was. Okay, so, cool. You know, I, I maybe the Hunter Dale, Mark, you listening? Maybe give me a call. Oh. We could try to <laughs> try to get a, uh, a women's... You know, professional team in, in London. In London, you know, playing at the Bud. You know, just give me a call. We can talk about. Okay, it, so. if you get that. You're going to work on that, are you? Yeah, give me give me something to do. Right. You know, curling. Briar isn't here this year. So. Right. Yeah, you're just kind of. But you know, there's the Can Am Cup. Are you going? You know, that's November, right? Yeah, that's in November. 2024. Yeah. yeah. You're leaving for a month. That's right. For four weeks, you. I won't be here, Steve. Well, four who's gonna, weeks. So that that's that's Juan and I alone yeah. on the radio show. Maybe I'll call in. I'll uh, no, give, no. I'll give, and, rep- it's, it's, I'll give reports from where we are in the U.S. Yeah, it'll come. It'll come like this. One, it'll say, uh, uh, "Collect call from Peter Inch in Wisconsin." <laughs> Do you accept the charge? Nope. <laughs> He'll probably call every every Saturday, right? As soon as the show is gonna finish, and he's gonna be a Steve again. You didn't guess the songs. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, and you picked them, and you didn't and I get picked them. them and didn't get them. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's right. That'll be hilarious. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> so, how was everybody's uh, holiday? Uh, it's been quiet. Quiet. Yeah, quiet. it's been warm. So it has been. Yeah. So, um, no, 
just had a very quiet Christmas. Just just Lex and I. It was good. And I hear you had ham we instead had, uh, of turkey. Well, I she I asked her because she was she had gone to her mother's on Christmas Eve and probably had turkey there. She's going to uh, another uh, dinner on the afternoon. Was probably having turkey there. So when I said, "Do you want me to get a turkey?" she said, "Well, can we have ham and scalloped potatoes?" I said, "Yeah, that's fine." So that's what I did: ham and scalloped potatoes. And you didn't invite me. Uh, no, no, because you have your own thing going on. I had a twenty-eight pound. Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. I'm still eating turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize how much turkey's in a 28-pound turkey, Peter. Well, it was it was good. I sent all the dark meat home with Brandon, <laughs> and I took all the white meat and mashed wow. potatoes and corn and stuffing. Oh, let's not forget about the fruit jello. The fruit jello's gone. <laughs> it's already gone. So. The jello's still there, the plain jello, but the fruit jello. Oh, yeah, the fruit jello's gone. Gone. Okay. Long gone. All right. But, yeah. But yeah. You spent too many days in a church bazaar basement, man. <laughs> yeah. Way too many days. What yeah. about you, Juan? How was your holiday? Oh, it's okay. It was okay. I think I told you stories before. But yeah, we just spent, basically spent time with the family. Um, we celebrate Christmas different than you guys. Um, so yeah, it's, it's different because we celebrated the 24 at night. Yeah. Nice. Start at midnight is yeah, remember, that's right? our celebration, yep. and we just go all the way until like twenty five, just wow. partying, dancing, and stuff. I, I think we should do that. We should do something, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah, something. And you've been off on vacation this week. Must be nice. I've I've had three days off work. Yeah, I've had the co. There was a Christmas and Boxing Day, and then I I had Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. Yes. Or no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, yes. Yeah, Saturday. This is Saturday. I know, you know, yes. I think I'm answering phones today. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Apparently, <laughs> from an email I read, so it's good, yeah. Well, we're going to head uh, to the phones, and we got Bob on the phone. Go ahead, Bob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or Peter can cut Bob off. Yeah, way to go. But anyways, we're going to take a quick break. Um, you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. When the bells all ring and the horns all blow And the couples we know are fondly kissing Will I be with you or will I be Any guess there, Mr. Gold? Not a clue. Not even the singer? Yeah. Maybe it's much no. no. All right. I'm thinking, though. You're thinking. That's the problem. Don't think. Really? Yeah. That's... Now, we had a question to come in. said, um, why is it important to have the right size furnace or heat pump for my home? So, I really, why is sizing so important? Oh, that's a good question. I mean... All equipment, it's, I mean, the easiest way I can explain it to you is when you go to your store to buy yourself a suit or a shirt or a pair of pants, would you buy one that's bigger because it's cheaper or would you buy one which is the right size and cost more? You asking me? I'm asking you. I buy the right size so so I'd look really good. Okay, so... People, I mean, back, what, people used to think that bigger is better, and, and it's kind of like 
buying big clothes for yourself. I know that doesn't does not make it sense, but equipment which is size larger than the what you actually need for the capacity of your home will end up costing you more money to operate. That's really the long and short of it. And it will, um, we call it short cycling. It's harder on the equipment, so it's probably going to shorten its life expectancy. Uh, you're gonna, so it's going to cost you more to operate. It's not going to be as comfortable because it's going to be uh, too much heat at times or too much uh, in these fluctuations, and it's hard on the equipment. So it really doesn't make a lot of sense to do that. We Equipment needs to be sized adequately, like sized correctly for the home. So if you need two tons of air conditioning, then you should put two tons of cooling in your house, not two and a half, not three, because you want it colder faster, because you lose with that. If you put too big of a cooling unit in your home, you can get as cold as you want, be like a meat locker in there, but it you don't take it doesn't run long enough to get the humidity out. So you can have a cold, clammy home, or you can have a properly cooled dry home. Or in the heating case, you can have these big waves of heat, but then then your your furnace is going like, to, we call it short cycling. So it's on, it's off, it's on and off. Your thermostat asks for heat. It gets this big hit of heat, shuts down, cools off. You get this another big hit of heat. The best furnace today are modulating ones, which means they are designed to run an awful lot, but they burn less fuel. So they all research shows if you could burn less fuel over a longer period of time, not only is your home more comfortable, but you use less fuel and um, and save money on your heating bill, which is why heat pumps, we tell people to, to find the temperature, set it, and just let them run, and they'll provide the best heat possible for you. Now, heat pump heat is a little cooler. It is, yeah. And it takes a little bit to get your body to adjust to it. A little bit, yeah, but once you... But, but remember, like... Uh, 22 in your house is still 22 no matter how you get there. So if you like your house at 22 and you tell your heat pump to just keep it at 22, it's going to do a good job at that. I mean, it's going to do a great job at it. Um, But you're right. Coming out of the register, gas is a lot hotter than what comes out of the heat pump heat. And we're also realizing, you know, surge protection is important on on these units that have a lot of computers. Yeah, so, yeah. But people don't understand is those outdoor units, those new heat pumps have a have quite a sophisticated computer board in them to in order for them to operate in these temperatures and and be so efficient. And uh, we put we put surge protection on ours just because we don't want something to happen. Um, just a, a a surge down the line or something goes on in your house. Um, I mean, they make whole home surge protection. Uh, we put. But we put surge protection on our outdoor units now. We we didn't when we started, but we start we started to see some things. So we put surge protection on everything else now. But even with all the electronics, TVs, you all, know, yeah, smart it, TVs, it, it should all you. If you're ever having an electrician into your home, it might be something to talk to them about. For yeah, because they just put it on the panel, right? They put yeah. it on the on the hydro panel inside your home, and it's it's economical. Then it protects everything. In it's like having a like having a power bar, a surge protector power bar on every single uh, appliance or every single thing you plug into your home. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, yeah it is, and, and especially with, you know, fridges and washer, dryers, everything. They all have computer boards now, right? Yeah, they're yes. all important. So. Yeah, so if you have a surge, I mean, 
And it may be something that the insurance companies, after you've had one hit and you try to put this through your home insurance, maybe because of a lightning or whatever the surge is, whatever the power surge is, if it could be, if you can prove to your insurance company you had a surge, uh, but they only may allow you one and kind of like a basement flood, right? You only get one, one crack at that. And then, you know, they may ask you to have surge protection put in. And it's, you know, it used to be a storm or a nice storm or... But now it can be a sunny day and all of a sudden the hydro's out. Right. You know, it's just uh, equipment failure, I would call it, transformers, things like that yep. breaking down. So, and, and you may not even know it happened. You could get up in the morning and just wonder why things aren't working in the house and, and you, may have had, you may have had one of those electrical surges. Yeah, you don't have a VCR anymore that's flashing at you. <laughs> so. To tell you that, yeah, but your microwave still does that, doesn't it? Yep, my microwave and the stove are what tells me. Tell me that, that the power's been off? Yeah. yeah. Now, I have an old clock radio, Steve. What, why am I not surprised? And, that, yes. But the problem with it is the, the button to set the time where you hit fast. So it's you, gone. It just holds down, and it just keeps rotating all the so time. So you can't touch you can't, that button. Yeah, so you got to kind of guess, unplug it and wait till 12 noon Come and on. plug it back in, and then, <laughs> then you have it set at that point. That's interesting. That's interesting. No one's no one's guessed your song, by the way. No, not yet. Not yet. See, not I'm not the, the only one. Not the song, the theme. The okay. Themes. Yeah, but usually the theme is around the artist. So, and okay. you couldn't even guess the artist. Not yet. Yeah, maybe the next one. Next one, I would say. Is it the same artist on all four songs? No. Oh, okay. it is not. So. Now, we had another question come in, and and you better, I really hope you get this right, you know. It's a standard answer at Peter Inch and Associates. Okay, so I, uh, you're right. I better answer this correctly. It says, how often should I change the air filter? Uh, well, I answer this as required uh, because each filter size has uh, its own requirements. So if it's a one-inch uh, one pleated, you're going to want to change that once a month. If it's a four-inch pleated, you're going to want to change that every three to four months. If it's a five-inch pleated, you're going to want to change that every six months. And if it's uh, a Honeywell electronic, if you still got one of those babies, you're going to want to pull that out and clean it every every uh, two months. Um, yeah, there's, there's lots of different answers to that question. But it, checking it is most... Yes. Important. Very important. Even in uh, like in, in the summer, your air conditioner will freeze up. Right. But in the winter, it, you may not n- or under you may not feel it, but when it's plugged, it will be cycling the furnace on and off on the high limit. Right. Which Is will still keep your furnace. house warm. Yep. But it's not good for that furnace. So you crack a heat exchanger. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, it's something that you need to check the new units that have ECM motors, all of a sudden you'll hear the motor. Right. And when you start saying, well, I can hear that furnace. I never heard that before. Go down and check your filter because it's probably plugged and it's ramping the motor up to try to get air. If you had a air. renovation, had some drywall dust, nothing will, it may, that filter may still look white, but it's coated in, in drywall dust. So yeah. keep an eye on that. And also just with all the devices we have nowadays, the smart thermostats, your phone, just, just set a reminder. I put a reminder on your phone to say every, if it's whatever your cycle is, if it's every four months or five months or one month, just put it in your phone. Just time to change your filter. 
Yeah, and the now you guys have had green bins in St. Thomas for a long time. I hear London's finally catching up to St. Thomas. Yeah, we start this in the new year with our green bins. Twenty five percent more bins. life in St. Thomas. Just letting you know, and our green bin is twenty five percent of the size of your St. Thomas <laughs> green bin. It's well, just, you know, there's a lot of compost that can come out of London. I don't know where you're going to put it all, but yeah, it would be it would be interesting. I I still got to figure out how this is going to work in my life. But oh, but look at this way, you'll save on bags. Yeah, well, will they take leaves? Because I would need about another 500 of those little green bins to put all my leaves in. I don't know. I mean, they're still going to do leaf collection, I would imagine, right? Well, it's hard. They don't do leaf collection in St. Thomas. It's all all green. Like, they they pick up my compost every other week. Yeah. Recycle one week, compost the next week, and that just did cycles. So, really... um, the way you you do things, you, you just may have to slow down a little bit on your on your leaf collection. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that will be tough to do. I know, I know. I mean, I'm I'm even looking now. I've taken most of my Christmas stuff down. I'm looking and going, okay, there's some leaves on the grass here. Oh my! Goodness. I may have to get the riding lawnmower out today and just go over there and pick up the leaves that have. It's called a rake. <laughs> do, you, do you own a rake? I do own a rake. Well, try it. It's manual. It works. Yeah, but you know how quick you can do it with a riding lawnmower? Like five it's minutes. It's a rake. <laughs> well, that would take me like most of the morning to rake the whole lawn. You don't have to rake the lawn. You said it's a little spot. One well, they're little spot. all over the lawn. Oh, okay. They're all over. If it was just one spot, I would pull out the rake. You know, the best thing that could probably happen to you tonight if it snowed, and then you wouldn't yep. see the leaves whatsoever, yeah, right? Exactly. If it snowed, it would be gone. Well, Steve, we got another song coming up. Our great, listeners, great. If you you know it, give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two, or one eight six six three five four eight two five five, and we will be right back. Not so bad, you know. It's just another night. Well, that either sounds like Paul Anka or Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow, give you that. Barry Manilow, okay. And um, uh, I don't know. This is this some sort of New Year thing? Congratulations! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Well, what's the song? (laughs) The song is "It's Just Another New Year's Eve." And the first one was, What Are You Doing, New Year's Eve? Okay. By Ella Fitzgerald. Because these are songs that you know. Yeah, those two. No, no, that's called Spotify. <laughs> and the next one is a Swifty song. Oh, well, see, so I wouldn't have gotten that one. Maybe you can try to guess what the name of that song is when it comes up. Okay. Now, isn't there a song, like, what's your last one? My last one is... What do you think? Well, hopefully it's YouTube, YouTube with New Year's Day. No, it's Old Lang Syne. Oh, of course. You well, know, yeah. and and who? That's kind of tying to London, right? Who, what? 
Who oh, was Guy Lombardo. Guy Lombardo. There you go. The Guy down, Lombardo Bridge. Down in the Stork Club, Port Era. Stanley. You're dating yourself, remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many times did you dance in the Stork Club? Not like four, probably four. Four times. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the best dance floor ever because it was suspended. So you never got tired. Your knees never got sore. But if you're hanging your coat up, you thought the ceiling was coming down on top of you. <laughs> Hey, this is Vanessa, and you're about to listen to the Reminder of the Day. Well, last week we had Vanessa here doing it. We did. And she realized that her long reminders of the day were too long. Right, because she had to speak more, yes. This is a little shorter. It says, it's essential that you maintain a working carbon monoxide detector, especially in the winter months. Batteries should be changed in the unit, and we recommend doing that, like when you change your batteries in your smoke detector, change your batteries in your CO detector. Yes. And if it's approximately three to five years old, it is time to get a new one. And why is the difference? I'll throw a question at you here. Why is the difference between three and five? The difference between three and five? I don't know. Because... Depending on the CO detector, it could be three years or it could be five years. Uh, We recommend that you write the date you purchased it on the back of of your CO detector so that you know when it hits three or five years. And it's super important to get a detector which has a digital readout starting at zero so that the detector will notify you when there are any changes in your CO in your home immediately. Absolutely. Because so. even even uh, long-term exposure over a little part, like a small amount of carbon monoxide is just as harmful as large exposure in a short time. And we have had um, the Hawking Gannat, or sorry, Gannat Hawking Foundation in. Right. Um, on Talking on radio. Talking, yes. yep. And in, been in live here a couple times. Yes. And, we should probably look at trying to get them back in the we studio. Sure should. Yes, and uh, and talk a little bit about that. That'd but, be great. Yep. But the, definitely, there's a lot of CO detectors that will read digitally at a hundred or up. Right. And that we're saying make sure it starts reading at zero, one, two, three. So if you see you have a problem, you can address it before it gets really serious. Absolutely. Thank you, Vanessa. That was a lot. Thank shorter, you, Vanessa. Easier. Now, she's on vacation for a week. Like she is. Everybody's taking time off, you know. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 the time to do it because we're not exceptionally, you know, it's the slower time of the year for us, so time for people to take some time because when the heat hits, because now we're looking, at, we're looking at cooling weather, when the heat hits, we want to be running like bunnies. Well, we got a question came in about air conditioning covers. Do we even have those anymore? Yeah. Like, what's an air conditioning cover? Wh- an air what? conditioning cover is something that's very important this time of year. Oh. <laughs> well, but there's the confusion. What What about a heat pump? Do you cover a heat pump? No. Why not? Uh, well, two things, because it per- works all winter long, and okay. that's why you can't cover it. But a lot of the heat pumps are what they call side discharge. Right. So... There's less opportunity of things falling down inside of Oh, it. those maple keys, they're dastardly, though. They find their ways into everything, right? 
But with an air conditioner, it's, <laughs> the top is open and everything falls but in. who has an air conditioner anymore? Oh, I'm, you do. You have an air conditioner. Listen, yes. I have shares in air conditioning <laughs> cover company, and the shares are now, dropping. Now, here we go. There's, yeah, no. there's the real answer. Okay, no. yes. No, but why uh, Why should you cover an air conditioner? Well, I mean, at, because the top is open. So when the fan's not blowing, um, things can drop in there. So maple keys, dirt, dust, uh, tree fluff, all kinds of stuff can go can go, get inside there and... When the leaves fall, they land inside, and then they just kind of sit at the bottom. If you don't get them out, I mean, like anything, um, decay and rot, it'll start rusting out the base and just plug holes, and it's just not good for them. So a cover keeps all that stuff out, helps protect, keeps the snow out of the unit. And it's kind of like I tell people it's like parking your car in the garage for the winter versus just leaving it out in the elements, right? So... Snow, you know, the, our winters have an adverse effect on equipment being stuck outside, which is why I love heat pumps so much as well, because they run. And I think anything that can operate during our winter will help preserve its longevity. Um, it's kind of a backward thinking, but I mean, when you think about it, your air conditioner runs only two to three months out of the year. The rest of the time it sits idle, where a heat pump is actually operating 11 to 12 months out of the year. And in those air conditioners, like you say, there's the drain pan has holes, drainage holes, so that when it rains or water gets in there, it can drain away. But right. if it's full of maple keys or leaves or sticks or stuff like that, and yeah. if all that's in there, that even attracts mice because yes. they go look at all this material I have to build myself a nice little nest in there. Right. And then when that happens, they start... Look at Chewing that. on the wire. Look yeah. at that nice wire. Uh, look at that beautiful red wire. I could just take that insulation and make my nest out of it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that red wire is, nope, can't say that on air. <laughs> can't say that on air. Yeah. yeah, mice are an animal as well. Yes, that's they, right. Yes, they and they build cozy little nests and things. And you and, talk about a mice in your ad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And now the worst things are the chipmunks. Oh, don't say anything about Chippy. <laughs> Chippy the chipmunk? Yeah, well, he's. I got to rebuild my steps on my backyard. Well, because, because he's got a roadway underneath your steps. Exactly. <laughs> he keeps digging it out and it keeps caving in. So What are you going to do about that? I just keep sending the dog up. Oh, poor Chippy. <laughs> it's learned to run quick. Let's just put it that way. Well, here comes that mute old Peter Ridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tundra, tundra just goes out. There it is. And get the door. Get it open. Let's go. So my uh, my mom, when she was alive, we used to have a, a Siberian husky named Kimo. You remember Kimo? Yep. He was a great dog. He was uh, he was quite the dog. She um, there was not uh, like Siberian huskies. It's just their nature. They don't like small animals. Doesn't matter. They they don't like them. I'll never forget the day she was she was just in our back laundry room, right? And there's just a a screen door there. Anyways, she's looking out the window. She says, oh, look, Kimo, kitty. That dog bolted through that door within seconds. <laughs> I've never seen an animal move so fast in my life. And um, I, I, I don't know the fate of the cat. I think it got away. Uh, but I just remember I've never seen an animal move so quick in my life. It was kind of like a cheetah, actually. It was, it was, quite, it was amazing. Right through the screen? <laughs> right through the screen, yes. And then your mom went, oh. That's what she did. <laughs> she was screaming at the dog. <laughs> no, they're pretty, 
Now, my dog had a very good Christmas. God, I should have took a picture of it. I'll take a picture and bring it in next week of a, her mat that she has. Is that now right? It has a picture of her and then says, you know, you may be visiting here, but he loves me more, you know, and things like that. Well, speaking so, of mats, I, I, gave, I, I gave both Lexi's dogs uh, a chew bone. And for the four puppies, I got them um, pee pads because they're at that stage. These these dogs are going to be leaving in about two weeks. Thank you. And uh, they're, they've grown. I mean, I can't believe, but they eat. Oh, my goodness, they eat. Yeah. Um, so they're just, they're wonderful little darlings. I've never, uh, they're, they're cane corsos and they're purebreds, but um, there's four of them. They've got the bluest eyes you could ever imagine. It is so weird to see a, a gray dog with piercing blue eyes, but they're they're amazing. But they eat. And is the fourth one gone? Uh, no, the fourth one is still without a home. Well, my, yet. My, Teeter. Yeah. She's pretty cute. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, her name is Teeter. Teeter? Yes. Uh, they said Peter for a second. I said, you named a dog after me? No, Teeter. Teeter. Okay. Uh, I think one of them is, uh, she's got, I, I can't, one of them is um, Dutton. You know, I, I got this, I think there's this Yellowstone theme going on, but yeah, it is Yellowstone because that's all characters from Yellowstone. Yeah. I don't watch that. Only Blue Blood. But. You've, you've never watched Yellowstone? No, never watched Oh, wow. So, okay. so we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, a home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we will be right back. There's glitter on the floor after the party. Girls carrying the shoes down in the lobby Candle wax and Polaroids on the hardwood floor You and me from the night before But don't read the last page Okay, Steve, what's the name of that song? It's a Swifty song, I don't know. <laughs> New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Okay, thanks, Taylor. There you go. She's still uh, showing up to the football game. She is. Yeah. And Lee M- Mich- Michelle is the uh, last singer. Uh, old Lang Syne. Yeah. Got it. And yeah. Steve. Yes, sir. 794 people on Facebook, up 16. That's amazing. You know, Going maybe the right way. Vanessa came on and all of a sudden everything goes up, you know. Could be a sign. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're ready. We're ready for a. Big increase. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're getting close to 800. Are we? Yeah, six away. And then? And a 1,000. <laughs> we're going for a 1,000 after that. Um, the question came in, when is the best time to have my furnace maintenance done? Uh, well, these days, you know, as I, as I explained to people, we, we just want... We just want to make sure we get out there once a year. So that maintenance can be done anytime. It can be done now. It can be done in the spring, in the summer, in the fall. Makes just whenever it is, have that done on a regular basis. So if January is your annual inspection, then have it done every January. I mean, there's a lot to be said that we come and get to check it while it's working because then we see it uh, after it's it's been working uh, a few months before, and, if, and it's got a few months to go. But keep in mind that your furnace runs all year round, so not only does it run for your heating mode, but we also use your furnace for the cooling mode as well. So 
it runs year-round, so it's important that you get it checked on an annual basis. So whenever that is, I have mine done in August, but people have it different times of year. Just be consistent. Yeah, just get, just do it. Yes. That's the, the most important thing. It yep. doesn't matter the time. It's like I always say people get their cars looked at before they're going on a long trip. Well, right now is when your furnace is going to work the hardest, so you might get it looked at and get it checked out. Or if it's an older furnace, you want to get that done in the uh, August, September time frame so that you make sure you don't have a cracked heat exchanger or anything yeah, like that. before it starts, yes. And make sure that everything's working okay. Yep. But just nope. be consistent. Yep. Now, we better get, we haven't talked about curling today. We have not. Team Malima. Yes. They're playing down in the Junior Canada Cup. The nice. winner, if they're Canadian, go to Switzerland. Cool. We used to call it the T- TSA. TSA, yep. Spiel when we played way back, you know, 45 oh, and yeah. some odd years ago. Yeah, long time ago. But uh, they were 2-0. and oh. The last check-in with them. Oh, good. They won. And uh, the team Tuck and Westcott, or how do you say it in French? Forger. Forger or... West Forger. They're down uh, playing in Oakville in a mixed doubles. Oh, so is uh, Epping and Weagle. Yeah, and uh, Lang and Jones. Are there too? And St. George. Oh, Laurie St. George. Yeah, there's a lot of good teams playing in that, so they're down playing in that event. Nice. And we start up Tuesday. We do. And unfortunately, I am really disappointed in my team. You dropped down to C. Well, no, we remained in oh, okay. C. Okay, all right. Okay. You can't, and there is you no D. dropped to B. We did drop to B. And if we had happened to come up to B, then we would have had a Facebook Live you know, competition. No, it wouldn't game. have been because it would have been a crushing and you wouldn't <laughs> want that on Facebook. Oh, I'd, I'd put that on Facebook. Oh, would I'd, you? Okay. I'd, you know, we'd have, I'd have on my yellow Peter oh, Hitchin Associates yes, yeah. jacket. And and my guys that complain, how come you sponsor everybody else in this curling <laughs> club but you don't sponsor us? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're in B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so we, January 2nd, we're back on the ice. Second half of the year coming close to the playoffs. Wow. Which okay. is when I kind of kick in. Do you? I start playing when we yeah, have to play. We'll see. So. See how it goes, right? And then uh, who's the, who we've got, have I missed a team? I've missed a team, I'm thinking. Well, you're talking Scott and. Uh, oh, Scott and Laura, yeah. yeah. Are they, are they. I don't, didn't see that they're playing down there. I think okay. Laura's work schedule. Right. Yes. Made it, it kind of tough. And it I, does now, yes. yeah. And Laura Eddy, I think, is out east enjoying some holiday time. Yeah, so she won't be available to play, yes. And we had, and the, in a, about four weeks, we'll be out in Dorchester. We will be, yeah. At the Ontario Tankard and Hearts. And Hearts. Scotties, the Men's and Women's Ontario Championship. Yep, at the uh, Dorchester Arena, right? Yep, and we're going to have the Flight Center, I think it's called. Yes. And we're going to have the street curling. We will. There. And we will be there. It'd be out. That would be a real tough week for us. <laughs> you know, that we'll, we'll be there from like nine in the morning to 11 at night every day. Yeah. Yeah. It'll and be hard. Watching curling. Yeah. Watching curling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, be a real tough week. It'll be tough. Yeah. Thinking, what am I going to do? Hmm. All right. Uh, I may have to wear a winter coat. You know, we could be on the inside of the arena. We'll okay. Have to see. 
We'll see. But it will be fun. We'll get to see a lot of people we saw at the Briar. We will. Get to say hello to everybody. All and, those curling people. Yep. And uh, enjoying enjoying another 10 days of curling. Right. Yes. And then we can start working on with the hunters to get that women's hockey into, right. into yeah, the London after that. PWHL. Okay, got that now. I can't believe you don't even know about that. I don't. Sorry. Yeah, I live in a, I live in a bubble. You obviously do. <laughs> you want me to tell you who the Montreal captain is? Uh, sure. She was the captain of the Canadian women's team. And he, Steve, they we, called him, you know, gets the, always scores the golden goal, the overtime winner. You're talking Wick? No, Wick is retired. Oh. oh. Well, she's with the Maple Leafs, too. Yes, she is. Yeah, yeah she is. Uh, so who? Get your Google out. I'm not going to get my Google out. No, I'm just going to wait for you to tell me. Well, I'll just drag this out a little bit. Then. Okay. All right. Begins with a P. Is that right? Yeah. Last name. Sorry. I'm just drawing a blank. Put Go. in, type in there, Canadian women's captain. Okay. Canadian women's captain. Here we do, are. Do, 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 <laughs> You could t- you type quicker at work than you do. Uh, Is that right? French, you have to say it as with a French accent. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Marie Poulain. Yeah, there you go. See, that's the Montreal captain. Of course, she should be. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, I just I'll keep you up to speed on this. Thank stuff, you. Steve. You just I, keep me up to date. I was going to make you the general manager of the London team, but oh. obviously <laughs> not now. You don't. You're not not even paying attention. I don't. I don't need to know their name. I just. I just need to just, you know, run the organization. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it would be neat to have. I always thought when when the Jesse was playing with the uh, Saint Thomas with the Panthers. Panthers. Yep. You know, and uh, I often thought that, you know, with Strathroy, the Blue Water Hawks, uh, London Devilettes, St. Thomas Panthers, you know, there was kind of that area that you could support a team here. You could. I mean, Lexi played for years in the Panther and Blue Water organization. We always played against the Devilettes, but yeah. So, but, you know, I always thought now there's an opportunity and with the hunter's knowledge and expertise. That's right. You know, if you could tie the two together. Now, I've often, you know, London Knights, what are you going to call the women's team? You know, that's that I I get a blank of what the name to tie the Knights organization and all that in. But just with thought, maybe I'd give Stubbsy a call, tell him to start working on the inside. Well, you could could call them the Queens, but that would put them over the Knights and... Well, and I, but I, that's, that's, I, I haven't figured out the name. If I could get the name, then the logo will come and then I can, you know, off we go. Okay. I guess funding would be the next big thing. It would be. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'd be the Peter Inch and Associates. Maybe. You know. Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would be cool. Okay. Well, we've reached the end of the show, Steve. Have we? When we're not on the radio. We we need to just wish everybody a happy new year before we sign off, though, right? Go right ahead. Well, thank you to our listeners uh, for 2023 and supporting us as you do. And uh, we just wish you all a very happy new year and a prosperous 2024. Be safe over these holidays, and we'll look forward to seeing you on our next broadcast in the new year. Remember, great service is only an inch away.
And do.